The truth is, we cannot speak other than by our paintings. So wrote Vincent van Gogh in his very last letter to his brother Theo. And speaking that same language, a husband and wife team have animated the life of the artist through over 62,000 oil paintings, described by the Kyunghyang Shinmun Daily Newspaper as the most sincere homage to this beloved artist who was only able to sell one painting during his lifetime. Loving Vincent has been nominated in the Best Animated Feature Film category for the Golden Globes. Uh, today, co-director, co-writer Hugh Welchman joins us on the line from Poland. Thank you very much for speaking with us. Pleasure to be speaking with you. I'm very excited about how the film is being received in Korea. It's amazing. Well, it seems to have been a glowing response worldwide, by and large, and it is the first fully oil-painted animation feature film in history. That, in itself, um, is remarkable. Where did the idea come from to do that, to break ground in that way? Well, it was my wife, uh, Dorota Kobiela. It was her idea um, before we met. Um, so it was 10 years ago, and um, she'd actually uh, trained and, and worked as, as a painter for, for 10 years. And then uh, when she... When she graduated, she she found most of her paid work in the film industry. So she was working in animation and VFX, and she got to her late twenties and she had a bit of a crisis, and you know thought she'd gone away from her true love, which was painting, but she was also working in the film industry. And she decided that what she was going to do was she was going to combine her two passions: her passion for film and her passion for painting. And she wanted to paint an entire film herself. Uh, she wanted it to be a short film. And, um, you know, one of her all-time favorite artists is Vincent van Gogh. And the, the good thing about, you know, Vincent's work is it, it's not just his incredible paintings and the fact that he painted everything around him. So you can create uh, a, a 360 world as Vincent saw it from his work. Uh, but also there's, there's such a moving and, and tragic story of, of his life. Um, so she started developing it as a short film. Then she met me. We fell in love. Uh, I diverted her onto working on a film I, I was working on at the time. And then after we'd finished that, then, then we started working on, on her film t uh, together. And in, in the time that we, we were, you know, developing it, um, we realized that it, it was such... Vincent is just so incredibly popular worldwide and people are so passionate about him that we thought we should try and do it as a, as a feature film and then, you know, a, a lot more people would get to see it than if it was a short film. And certainly it's already taken the world by storm and, and we can talk about the animation techniques in a moment. The story itself, though, who, who decided to to pick this um, unravelling of, of Vincent van Gogh's death as, as a, such a key theme for your story? Well, it, it happened quite naturally because... Dorota's like, first idea was to bring Vincent's paintings to life to tell his story. And that really meant bringing to life the, the people that he painted, you know, the portraits he did. And, and uh, from the beginning, uh, we knew we wanted to concentrate on his time in Auvers, so that's like the final 10 weeks. And once we started bringing these, these characters to life, you know, which meant... Uh, researching what they they really said in 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 history because they're they're historical characters, we found out that they they actually said very different things. So, 
the innkeeper's daughter of, of the, the inn where he was staying, the Ravo Inn, um, said something that, that contradicted what Vincent said in his letters, which contradicted, again, what uh, Dr. Gachet, who was, who was meant to be the, the doctor looking after Vincent in, in Auvers, was saying. So we, we had to be detectives from the beginning to try and work out, you know, who was telling the truth, who was maybe, you know, misremembering because they were talking about it many years after Van Gogh's death, and also, you know, who um, maybe was, was hiding something. So, you know, we wanted to get to the bottom of, of what state of mind Vincent was in, uh, and so it was, it was quite natural to become a detective story. But you also leave the solution to the, the main problem here, how... Vincent died up to the the viewer to a certain extent, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that we push uh, what we believe uh, a bit more than others. But you know, if, if you look at the, the state of research on on Vincent, you know, there are different theories out there as to you know what was his state of mind, what could have you know tipped him over to suicide, whether it you know was suicide or he, he was killed by drunken teenagers that he'd been hanging out with in his final weeks. Um, we wanted to put forward, uh, you know, the different uh, conflicting theories because that's what's going on at the moment. You know, it's, it's a contested, it's a, a, a contested subject, and and uh, it will be there'll be more kind of investigative work going on. Um, I was at the Van Gogh Museum uh, a month ago when when we had our Dutch premiere. They were telling me that that they're looking into a particular line of inquiry at the moment. So, yeah, it's an ongoing kind of fascinating subject that uh, I'm not sure will ever really unravel the mystery totally, but uh, we put forward what we think. With enough doubt, I guess, to to keep the debate going. Um, In the story, as you've suggested there, that that, that people are still questioning. I, I wonder, though how you feel about this visually it's such a visual feast which is such a, a cliche and an overused phrase but but in your case it seems very apt to the description did you worry that it might be too rich a visual feast for for people to sit through a feature-length film um yes we did i mean you know because it never been done before there was no precedent as as to whether you know, audiences would would be able to cope with with that that kind of very in, intense uh, Vincent in pasto and swirling colour coming um, from the flashback scenes that we chose to, to a very different style. Uh, it's black and white oil paintings based upon photography from the 1880s and 1890s in France and Holland. And and I mean, there were there were three reasons really for it. You know, one was that that um, uh, we didn't want to make up Vincent paintings that didn't exist. So what we have in the flashbacks is, is not necessarily related to, to what he was paint, could have painted. So, you know, because it takes place as his, um, after his death or his, uh, in his childhood. Um, but, you know, one, one other significant reason was, was we thought that people would need a visual rest from, from uh, Vincent's style, and, and that would make them appreciate the... the, the uh, Vincent paintings, you know, coming to life even more. Makes a lot of sense. What about the animation itself? How painstaking is this compared with um, the various other kinds of animation that we've become used to? Uh, obviously, the traditional drawings have been replaced uh, to a certain extent by 
by computer support quite some time ago. But for you, how how long does this take? Well, to give you an idea, the, the films that I was doing before were puppet animation films, which, you know, is considered the, the one of the slowest forms of animation. And on that film, um, my animators were doing uh, two seconds of animation per day. Um, and on Loving Vincent, uh, we were doing a third of a second of animation per animator per day on average. Um, so that's six times slower than puppet animation um and for certain sequences like uh, you know the opening shot when we come down from the stars and, and we were descending to the earth through starry night that was the hardest shot in the film and and it was taking two weeks to do one second wow um so yeah without a doubt we have we invented the the slowest form of filmmaking so far devised incredible um and, and should make us appreciate every one of those seconds all the more. But what? how important was the, the cast as well? You, you had a wonderful team, I presume, of 107 artists participating in this oil painting process, but you've also got some recognisable names among the cast who provide their voices. Yeah, well, I mean, they provide more than voices. They, you know, they're providing performances. So, you know, when when Vincent was was, was painting his portraits, he was working from real people in front of him and he wanted to bring out the you know the character of of the person sitting in front of him through you know through his uh, his painting technique and his impasto and his color and and we wanted to do the same really um but moving so so we wanted like great performances from actors and and then those would be reimagined into Vincent's painting style by the painting animators so you know, we wanted the best possible actors that, that also resembled physically the people in the portraits. Um, so, I mean, one of the hardest for us to, to, to find and to cast was Dr. Gachet. You know, it's such an iconic painting. And it's, uh, Vincent said, you know, it has the heartbroken expression of our times. And he wanted this incredibly melancholic feel to, to, to the portrait. Um, so, but then, you know, we f- uh, found, uh, Jerome Flynn, um, who's, you know, known to the world at the moment as, as Bron from G- Game of Thrones. And, you know, he just really kind of fitted the, um, uh, the character and, and, and the look of, of, of Dr. Gachet. Um, so yeah, it was very much, uh, we, we wanted famous faces for these, these famous paintings. Mm. Uh, we wanted it to be the fun of, that the audience, you know, would recognise the painting, but they'd also recognise the the actor underneath as well. Well, we are out of time, Mr Welshman, but I want to say as well, good luck for the Golden Globes. Uh, in, in just a few words, how special would it be for you to, to come away with a victory there? Oh, it would be absolutely amazing. I mean, you know, uh, this started off as a, a very, you know, small project uh, in Poland uh, uh, 10 years ago, and it's just going on this amazing journey. I mean, the most amazing thing for us is, is the reception that's getting from audiences, and 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 you know to pick up uh, most prestigious prizes in, in in the world, of course, would be just a wonderful homage to all the artists and, and the cast and the crew uh, who trusted us and, and came with us on this, this seemingly crazy idea, which you know seems to be taking root with people around the world and, and I'm very happy to say it's, it's been so well received in South Korea so it's, it's fantastic for us. Well, 
thank you again for joining us, helping share your love and enthusiasm for the subject. Loving Vincent sounds like an homage. It is an homage, but much more than that as well. And I'm sure those who have yet to experience it will will take that opportunity after hearing from you, co-director of Loving Vincent, Hugh Welshman. Thank you.